0: Hey everyone, on the show today we have Miss Caitlin Hancock. Kate is an out of state student from New Jersey and she is a special education major who also is my roommate. So thank you Yay. for tuning in to senior semester. Hey Kate, we're so glad you're here.
1: Hey Taylor, hey Gray. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's good, it's good. How are you guys? Good, good. good. What have you been up to today? Uh, today I have been working on my EdTPA portfolio, which is this huge like national scoring thing where I will be assessed on if I'm an effective teacher or not. So, hey. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> a lot of fun.
0: So, what exactly is EdTPA?
1: EdTPA is like I said, just this big national scoring company. So I'm making this huge portfolio binder where I assess my teaching and if my learner has reached his learning goal, which he did for this learning segment. So it was super awesome and super cool to see. Um, and so basically I will send all of this to them and then they'll send me a score back. And if I passed, then I'll be considered a qualified teacher. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. That's a pretty
2: great goal like to reach.
0: Exciting and stressful, I'm sure. I mean, a big portfolio like that, I'm positive, takes a lot of time. You have seen how long it takes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. That's why I said I am positive. It takes a lot of time. Living with Katie, I know she's always working on this portfolio. So, uh, her little little kitties will be so thankful to have her as a teacher.
2: So, what are are you looking for to teach? Like, what grades? What are you?
1: So, I am pretty much open to grade level. Um, I love all kids, I think they are great. Right now, my end goal, I'm still kind of up in the air thinking about graduate school or going into the classroom, but if I were to go into the classroom, I would want to enter like a life skills type of setting to really work kids on being able to advocate for themselves and just being able to, you know, work within our society and that acceptance. And that's a huge thing that I think we all need a little bit more of. I love that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Definitely something we need more of.
0: That's awesome. So... You said you're kind of up in the air about grad school right now. Um, kind of in a little deeper aspect of that, talk about how how some of these decisions can be so hard to make about grad school and kind of like
1: a little bit where you're at. Yeah, I mean, when thinking about going to grad school, this is what or it would be the next two and a half years of my life. And For some people, it's a lot longer than that. And I mean, college can be very draining. It can be exhausting at times. And thinking about having to sit in school for another two and a half years Is a really scary thing.
2: Retweet 100%. um,
1: At the end of the day, I do know that I love the classroom setting and I love working with my kids in that aspect. So part of me is considering, you know, just going into the classroom for a little bit, being an awesome teacher and helping kids in that way, and then going to graduate school online or, you know, pursuing a degree program after that. I mean, the options are endless for me, thankfully, right now, and it's just kind of figuring out which path I'm meant to go down.
2: I think that can even be stressful just having so many options. Definitely. Because I know I'm kind of in a similar boat, but I don't really know what I want to do. And I'm just kind of applying for every job in the world. I have professors that are trying to get me to go to graduate school. And so I'm like, I don't really know what I want to do, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, it'll all work out how it's meant to work out at the end of the day. That's what I have to keep reminding myself continually because if not, I would drive myself up a wall and I would not be able to enjoy my last semester at Campbell.
0: Yeah, it's. I think it's definitely one of those things, especially this semester, that we have to take a step back and realize that, you know, when we were 18 deciding to choose a college, that was a huge decision. Um, We were faced with, like... (laughs) Where we were going and stuff like that. But now, like, our options are almost endless as far as do we take a semester off? Do we take a year off? Do we choose to do something that has nothing to do with our degree? And that's okay. You're not competing with anybody else in this life. Um, I tell myself all the time that comparison is the thief of joy. And, like, I applaud you for taking some time to think for yourself and doing something that you love, especially teaching in North Carolina because, wow.
2: Ooh, mm, that That is a hard – my mom's a teacher, so I know how that goes. Um, so, yeah, definitely something to
0: – I blew up on someone freshman year because in my class they said – well, those who can't do and those who, or those who can do and those who can't teach. And I popped off because so many of my family members and my um, friends are in education. And I just think that the education is such an underrated field and You're
1: like an awesome teacher, dude. Oh, thank you. It definitely is, but at the end of the day, if you love what you do, it doesn't matter if you're the president of the United States, an astronaut, a doctor, like you name it. If you're happy with what you're doing, then that's what needs to matter at the end of the day, not what everyone else is saying about your profession. Because if you let others tear you down, then you will never find happiness because you need to find that intrinsically and find things that motivate you every day. So do what you love, and you'll love what you do. Great piece That's of advice. That's the quote of the day, right? <laughs> like, do what you love and love end it. We the podcast right there, move <laughs> on. <laughs> so
0: some of you might have just heard Kate say how I'm about to say it in my southern way of astronaut, but how she said it in her little Jersey accent. So Kate is out of state. Yes. She has, you know born and raised in Jersey. Tell us a little bit about
1: kind of how you found Campbell or even your life in Jersey. Sure. So basically my whole family is back home in New Jersey. Um, I have two siblings, Cole and Ashley. Cole is currently at Coastal Carolina. He's a freshman there living it up. You know how that goes. And then Ash is in sixth grade. So basically, my journey to Campbell, my family has a house in Merle's Inlet, South Carolina, and I knew I wanted to come down south to go to school. So I started looking at smaller schools. I knew smaller schools where I belonged. That was for sure. Um, I didn't just want to be a number and a face in the crowd. I wanted people to know who I was. I wanted to have that relationship with my professors, which I'm sure both of you can attest we have that here at Campbell. Yeah, for sure. So... I just kind of looked around, and at one point, I had my heart set on another university. I thought for sure that's where I was going. Um, You know, Campbell was still here, but I was like, nope, like, this is it. This is, you know, meant to be, and so I'll never forget. Taylor and I just were talking about this story, so it's funny that now I get to talk about it on her podcast, but I remember getting an invitation to Campbell's Scholarship Competition, and I was like, no way like I don't need to go to that I don't even really know if I want to go to Campbell but sure enough my parents were like no you're going it's good experience you'll get to see the school again you know whatever so I came down here did the competition didn't think anything of it I was like I'm not going to win anything like who am I I'm an education major from New Jersey like Who's going to care about that? So, sure enough, a few weeks later, I get a phone call from Jason Hall congratulating me. Great, great man. Great my man. My dude, Jason <laughs> Hall. Amazing man. Getting a call congratulating me, telling me that I had won one of the big scholarships. And I was here this whole time with tunnel vision that I was going to this other university, and it was like this outside factor came in and just completely shook up my world. It's like when you have that like water bottle filled with glitter – and you shake it up and then all of a sudden you get to watch it settle and everything just started to fall into place after that. I, you know, things were changing in the what world. What a beautiful was analogy. Excuse <laughs> me for interrupting. No, that, that, no. is, that is literally, I need to get a fill up a water bottle with glitter now just to like <laughs>
0: yes. see it. What a beautiful analogy. But it analogy. is, it's
1: true. It's like everything was so crazy about figuring out where to go to school and what I wanted and I thought I had it figured out, but then that came in and, you know, shook everything up and I finally started to kind of see everything fall into place because I finally got my acceptance to this other school and I didn't even care about it because it made me realize that I was so focused on one thing that I couldn't even pay attention to things that were going on around me and outside. And so at the end of the day, I realized that obviously my heart was still not at going to that university and Campbell was where I belonged and I've been here ever since. Wow. I know, that's so <laughs> touching. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't even like that. just hits me.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, that's, yeah, Kate, that's honestly an amazing story, and I hope, I hope people listening kind of have that glitter moment for them in life, um. Of having the glitter moment right now, Obviously, I think, too, you can apply that in so many other ways, as far as, like, you were so focused on one thing, and you weren't focused on the things that were around you, um, even, like, now, you know, like you said, with grad school and choosing a career, you know, sometimes how... We love that we're doing something, but we're so focused on a certain track that it's not what we love and so – or vice versa. And, yeah, like, don't have tunnel vision. Don't have blinders
1: on in life. Don't Mm – that's a good piece of advice. And it's very hard for me because (laughs) I am such a perfectionist and driven and motivated towards things that I do. My glitter bottle is constantly shaken up, and sometimes I do need to take a step back and just – watch things fall as they
2: may i think i'm gonna get a glitter bottle just keep it next to my bed (laughs) 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 start shaking it watch things fall into place
1: yeah
0: so like i said earlier kate is my roommate or one of my roommates um there's three of us in the house Mm -hmm. and it's it's a party not a party house but it's just (laughs) it's a a (laughs) no yeah it's just fun like is it what you would
2: say um lit (laughs) (laughs)
0: delete that (laughs) no it's just a fun time Um, a lot of people say that you can't live with your best friends or even like people you're close with and I I don't really agree with that statement Um, we always talk and have just like really good conversations Mm -hmm. really deep Um, we might interview Noelle later on in the show (laughs) what's up girl (laughs) 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 Um, so but Kate is from New Jersey, as I said that, and she can make a mean stromboli. I ask her Heck to make yeah. her stromboli all the time. Some buff chick stromboli yeah. is where it's at. A buffalo chicken has a special place in my heart, like, forever. It
2: like I'm going to have to come over and have some of the stromboli. <laughs> you <laughs> so,
0: do. Yeah. Anytime. It's so good. But it's just like, it's one of those things that even though she can teach me how to make it, I don't want to, like, I know how to make it now, but it's just like, no, I want Kate to do it. It's not the same.
2: No. No, it's it's the same way with like your mom makes a dish and it's like your favorite thing in the world and then you make it and it's like, it's not as good.
1: I'm ready for you to make a cannoli. A cannoli? Yeah. I can make cannoli dip for you. I'm ready. That's even easier. Yeah, I'm ready.
2: Easy to make and probably tastes better and you can eat more of it. Exactly. (laughs) I'm ready. All right. You. Sounds good. So, um, Kate, tell us what what are some other things that you're involved in on campus or like do around that isn't necessarily school. <laughs> I
1: know it's crazy. I feel like um, this past year, especially, my life has been dedicated to school and then to work that I do. So, Taylor knows I talk about all the time. I am a registered behavior technician, so I work with children who have autism and their families, doing home and school based therapy with them, and that is just like my absolute love. If I, you know, could do that and I never get bored of it. It's an adventure every single day. Um, So that's definitely where I'm at right now with one of the biggest things that I'm involved with. But I'm also in Sigma Alpha Omega, which is a sorority here on campus. And I would say probably sophomore year, that was the biggest part of my life. I was vice president for that. I chaired a couple different committees and that was a lot of fun. It brought me some of my best friends and... It's a fun time.
2: I will say, I went to SAO's formal last year and it was super fun, hard <laughs> and hard, so.
1: <laughs> and they're a great organization here on campus. Like, uh, it's a great group of girls, and I'm definitely proud of like where we've come, even from where I've joined. I sound like you, Greg. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> since I've joined, so that's really cool to see. And I'm excited to see, you know, after I leave here, where they'll continue to grow and where the future girls will take the organization. And those are friendships that you will have
0: forever. Oh, definitely. And even seeing people, I mean, that's, getting involved in that way is like a different outlet to see people from different organizations um, and also like different majors and variety of people on campus.
2: It's a good way to make a connection with other people. Like if you don't know how to get involved, don't know how to find friends on campus, I would say fraternity and sorority life is the way to go. Yes
1: definitely and I think it's important to say that even though I'm in SAO Taylor's one of my best friends and she's an 80 pie and like I've met so many of my friends through the different organizations not just even within my own it really is a big like fraternity and sorority like family not just individual organizations right right I completely agree with that
2: yeah I mean I I have so many friends that are in organizations like So, earlier today, there was a memory that popped up on Facebook of me and my roommate and a couple other guys hanging out um, a couple years ago, our sophomore year, and... Um, Davis, who was on our podcast earlier, was, like, comment, and it was, like, what a weird group of guys, and I was, like, you're just jealous because all of them are in Fidel, and I'm not. Uh-huh. Um, but it's, it's, like, weird because I have so many friends that are, like, in those organizations it can be a part of something, but at the same time, you can still find friends and not be in those organizations. Right, so, like, absolutely, don't, absolutely. don't feel down because you can't find people, or you don't want to join something like that, too.
0: And I definitely, like, honestly, there is no bad organization here on our campus, and, find this is my piece of advice for the day find something that fits you and just go for it and like if you don't if you don't like it then just tastefully leave and you know try something else just try everything amen kushakira Shakira.
2: Even, like, the street fair at the beginning of the year is such a great way to get involved. Sign up for literally everything. Shout
0: out, Cab.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What a great organization. Yeah, what a great (laughs) organization. Um, But, you know, sign up for everything, get all the free stuff, go to meetings, and then really find what you're interested in, what you're passionate about. Yeah. Sorry. Okay.
0: Talking about the street fair, I think it's really cool to see, like, the different items that people hand out. And... This year, a club or, like, a boutique or something was hanging out scrunchies. And I thought it was so crazy because, like, I love a scrunchie just as much mm-hmm. as the next person. But it's crazy. Like, I remember being in elementary school and scrunchies were the bomb. However, they're making a comeback. I don't know if they ever really went away.
1: I, I mean, just I- want to say that, like, I really believe that I kind of started the scrunchie, like, revolution when I started coming back. Because I was four scrunchies i've been team scrunchie from the beginning but continue no i'm i'm here for it like and chokers
0: are coming back and like all these different fashion trends there's a
2: lot of stuff that's coming back but what are what are some things that you want to come back or maybe don't want to come back that you haven't seen yet
1: Hmm. that's a tough one because i feel like like you said Everything is kind of making a comeback, so I think the one thing that I am for is like that 80s fashion, like get some denim on denim back out here, track suits, like,
2: you (laughs) name it. I mean,
1: hey, we're all about it. One thing that should not come back at Jonathan would be the mullet (laughs) that, that died and needs to stay dead.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I would definitely bring back denim on denim. Some gauchos, ladies. (laughs) I know you all wore gauchos. Okay, so I don't know. Tell me what a gaucho is.
2: I don't know what you're talking about. A
0: gaucho is just like a really, it's a jersey knit material most of the time. Flowy. Flowy. You put them suckers on and like you had your outfit set. Like, but you can't. Like, you can wear gauchos with any shoe ever. Like, I remember when gauchos were in, and so were like the thick wedge flip flops. Oh yeah. So you wore gauchos and these thick wedge flip flops, and you were on top of the playground that day. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you had your junk together. No one wanted to mess with you, and it was it was amazing. And a choker, and oh, those glittery bags that. like oh, yeah. Those little glittery yes. cinch bags <laughs> that just like. But, <laughs> Every limited two, like, oh my God, gosh, ever. oh my gosh, yes, <laughs> we're back to
2: limited two. What a store with your
0: glitter store. lip gloss that was popping and your blue eyeshadow. Oh, see, God. I just feel like
2: I didn't know, I don't know, like, any of these because Gray, did you elementary? have a bowl cut? No, most uh, boys had a cut. I think f- I did have one. You at
0: definitely one point. did. Most boys had a bowl cut. Like my hair
2: is still like. Almost bowl cutty.
0: Or, like, Velcro New Balances.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, I wear New Balance on the regular anyway, because they are comfortable shoes. But not Velcro. But, no, not Velcro ones. But I definitely had Velcro shoes when I was younger. Yeah. But, like, in... So, I was at the same school, kindergarten through 12th grade, and we wore uniforms. So, like, I didn't... Like, I didn't know these fashion trends at all. I didn't know what people were wearing, because... I wore the same thing every day of my life. <laughs> yeah. For 13 years. I
0: only had a, mi- had a uniform in middle school. And I, what? a polo, oh, uh, oof.
2: I, I
1: was a public school kid through and through. So it like, was public
0: school, but we still had uniforms. Damn.
2: I was at a public school too, but it was uniforms. What? Yeah. yeah that's crazy. But like, I, first of all, I, I don't wear polos now. <laughs> like, I hate polos because I wore them for so long. But I really didn't mind it because I never had to worry about what I was going to wear at school and everybody was on the same playing field like you you weren't picked on or whatever by the like what you were wearing which was good.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think that's awesome.
0: But speaking of shoes that should come back, I just want to say that one shoe that I'm like Four completely Well, Birkenstocks never went away Because I've been like a Birkenstocks fan Literally mm-hmm. since I was born I need to try
2: Birkenstocks, I've never tried them before
0: Oh my gosh, they're amazing But Crocs honestly are oh. here to stay I am
1: rocking it and I am crocking it Let yeah. me tell
2: you <laughs> So Taylor and Kate both walked in today Wearing some Crocs I mean um, we're
1: like croc buddies We are Taylor has on
2: royal blue ones And Kate has some like teal
1: seafoam green, seafoam green lens <laughs> yeah. over here but the best part about crocs is that like they're such a versatile shoe like you can kick these puppies into, into four-wheel drive <laughs> and you are cruising like you are on a mission you're ready to go or you just flip them up and you're strolling like no big deal yeah. i might
2: never hear that <laughs>
0: again yeah honestly I've had to put these things in four-wheel drive and just move on about my day. If I have a class across campus, uh, these bad boys are getting switched. I'm kicking it in
1: gear, and we're rolling.
0: At the airport, these
1: are the best airport shoes, though, because you can just flip them up, slip them on, and be on your merry way. Now, if you're about to miss your flight, you kick those puppies into four-wheel drive, and you are going. You are gone. And they're not
0: going to fall off or anything. Like, they are ready for action. But I hope Crocs never go away again. You have gibbets you can decorate your Crocs with. You can gift them to friends. I will say. And Post Malone just released his full line of Crocs. What? (laughs) Yes, they are yellow and have barbed wire wrapped around them. Oh,
2: y'all, we better go get some right now. (laughs) I
0: love Post Malone, so
2: that is... I will say, I have a pair of Crocs, but I wear them as shower shoes because, like, they're rubber. But then I also have some shoes that are, like, they are Crocs, but they don't look like Crocs. Like, I have some slip-ons that are kind of dressy. Or Crocs. I just... But they're super comfortable, but they don't, like, look like actual Crocs.
0: They're iconic comfort.
2: Iconic comfort. Buying the
0: Crocs was definitely a defining life moment for me. Yeah, Kate came in the kitchen and was like, I got some Crocs. You should get some. And I literally did. Like, right. Right, Literally. That that moment, actually. actually. (laughs) She sent me the link to her... Cheap Crocs she got on Amazon. But they're real. They were just I like. I talked
2: about them on my TV show. Black Friday they had a Crocs deal going on. I sort I'm of. I'm pretty sure.
0: And this is like not an ad. This is just us. Do
2: you just. College students enjoy their Crocs. They're easy to slip on. I know that
0: a lot of like the fad was getting camo Crocs. But like.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's hard to find these blue ones. I couldn't find. I want some
2: bright orange Crocs. If you guys out there listening. I need some orange Crocs. Mario Batali or Crocs up here. <laughs> That's what I need. That's what I need. Well, okay. Before we end, uh, we do want to ask you one question that we ask everybody. Um, do you have any advice for underclassmen or freshmen or kind of students that are coming to college um, and what they're looking for?
1: My biggest piece of advice would definitely be to soak in every opportunity that you have because these years will fly by. It may not seem like it on the day-to-day basis, and there will be days where you just want to cry and give up and nothing seems to be going your way, but I promise you, they will fly by and then you will be where we're at, sitting here, looking back, not believing that you graduate and the next phase of your life is about to start
2: amen <laughs> it's so sad but like it's sad but it's
1: also like really nice to be able to look back at everything you've accomplished and done and the relationship you've made and the memories that you now have for the rest of your life and mm-hmm. definitely like the growth too that i've seen like in myself is so amazing and knowing that i'm going to take everything that i've accomplished and learned at campbell and then i'll be able to apply that to this next chapter that i'm about to start
2: definitely don't regret anything in college like taylor said earlier try everything I mean, yeah.
1: Just do it. <laughs> I mean,
2: that's my jam
0: for literally this whole year. It's just like, I love it.
2: Yeah, it's really the best. Well, Kate, thanks so much for coming on our show today. really enjoyed having you.
0: Thank you guys. See you at home. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Try everything. If you're a senior and you think that you might want to be interviewed, please contact Gray and I. And if you're a junior, a sophomore, or a freshman, and you know a senior, hit us up. But we hope you enjoyed our show.
2: That's senior semester.